Hello and welcome to Lead Rugby Banter. Uh, this is episode something, something, something. And you're listening to the uh, rusty voice of Alex. I am hosting in Adam's absence, but I am joined by uh, Ben from Mauritius. Ben, hello, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Um, I'm okay, thanks. Um, not too bad. I had... I had plans for the day which got cancelled, which is... Oh, that's a pleasure, kind of, hey? It's oh. quite nice, eh? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It, it feels good. Um, I was looking forward to seeing some old colleagues and friends and stuff, but um, I'm actually really happy to just have the day to myself. And what, of course, was, it a, was it a self, self-isolating self uh, social... What's it called? Social uh, distancing situation? Yeah. Um, not really. It was... But it is corona-related. So two of the people who were coming work in various spheres of government. And they got called into like urgent meetings today to address like the corona thing and how we're going to respond. Um, so they couldn't make it and the rest of us were like it. If we're honest, we don't actually like each other that much. To, oh, to oh well, you're all moving it. towards this sort of two central people. Yeah. There was a critical mass of interrelationships that would have made it all thing work and it just felt a bit weird. So we're just no, going to no, postpone. Uh, like like Joe Joe was meant to have like a bit of a girls' day yesterday, yeah. And it was like basically two two of them cancelled, so it was yeah. just Joe and this other. And basically they were both friends with sort of the middle ones, if you know what I mean. Yes. But they yes. And then but it's, it's like, quite a thing. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like an admission that like we're cancelling, and everyone's like, we're all just gonna like quietly admit that we don't we don't like each other enough without this person being present. Yeah, and especially uh, if it has to be like on on like a WhatsApp group created for this yeah. purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like, what you know, when you're like, oh, guys, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still available. Then two, and you're like, yeah, actually, no, no, <laughs> yeah, something no. came up. Eh? <laughs> but uh, okay, so thank you, Ben. Um, we're also joined by Matt. Welcome back to Planet South Africa, Matt. Hi there, hi there. Um, got back like a week ago, hey? Yeah, I've been back for about this week now. Sort of middle of last week, I yeah. got back. So I had my. Are you in Cape Town? No, George. I'm in Georgia at the moment. I was in Cape Town up until the middle of this week, and then I'm yeah. in Georgia now for a okay. bit. So I can I go to the shops again, and I won't have to bump into you. Yeah. No, that's, okay. that's fair now. Uh, and are you... What are your What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm not going to get into this. This isn't a, a COVID-19 podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, I think come, it's, it's inevitable at this point to discuss it. <laughs> yeah. But oh, well, I, just, I just wanted to ask, um, as someone coming from South Korea, do you feel like you got out in time? Uh, or do you actually do you actually quite like to be somewhere where they've got a a mature and organized response to the whole thing? Like I mean, I'm not going to argue that they're mature and, res- and organized, seeing as they were also there was also a fair bit of the hoarding and that their like masks just became impossible to get hold of and all that to the point where yeah. the state you essentially go line up at the post office for masks every day now but apparently foreigners are having issues trying to get by the masks from the state there and all that so i mean but yeah I so mean, the go to the post office of the state the state like issues you want yeah you're allowed you to buy i think two each person's yeah. allowed to buy two masks a week from the state yeah i mean that that's already more more organized control, agreed but it, also everyone <laughs> everyone is lining up at the same time and everyone's standing in line yeah, together yeah. so like are, this, are the masks yeah. are they they obviously disposable to some Degree, yeah. So, yeah, so two a week should set you around. I was averaging about two two a week if you're wearing, especially when I was wearing them like all day. Like I essentially ditched them when yeah. I put on a mask and I could taste my breath from the previous day on the mask. Then I was like, okay, this one has reached 
its limit. Um, and yeah, so they say that the only country in the world that's kind of immune at this point is essentially North Korea. Well, just because also, they refuse. Well, they've also have they had some cases. They've got a few cases because their border is fairly porous with guys in China. Their northern oh, really? border is fairly porous with like, oh, okay. uh, not like with sort of grey market guys from China and that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I don't, I don't want to quite okay. call it black market, but yeah. So they've. I know. Yeah, okay. I remember the story when they got so back in Korea. It was sort of this piece of news that floated around it's not i wouldn't call it actual news but north korea got their first case and they essentially stopped him from yeah. spreading by spreading the disease by shooting him yeah i heard about that yeah, effectively um, effectively just pretty yeah, no, more, no more spreading the disease put him down i feel like i feel like we need those guys in charge of world rugby uh and i'll tell you why because our first news story uh let's get back on track is joe marler Joe Marler's infamous uh, groin grab on Adam and Jones. Was it last weekend or was it the weekend before? It feels like it was last, last weekend. weekend. It was last yeah, weekend. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's been a whole yeah. month. Yeah, it just seems like we've had a whole month's worth of news cycles since then. Uh, but I guess not. Yeah. Um, so Joe Marler's finally heard back from the disciplinary committee. And um, the biggest surprise to me is that he didn't just get three weeks because that's what everyone else is getting. Uh, instead, they gave him 10 weeks. Now, there are two schools of thought on the 10 weeks. Some people say it's too much because uh, the French prop, I forget his name, was only given three weeks, of course, for a punch Punching. in the, the Scotland game. No, it's, it was Yeah, the Scotland game. Who did they play? Scotland. No, Scotland. Yeah. Um, so you know he's essentially they've essentially given three times a punch to the head um, to Joe Marler for a, a tickle of the testicles. Um, but then other people, I think potentially including us, are saying, well, it's it's not enough because of the rule they charged him under, which was a twelve month minimum, uh, twelve week, twelve week, twelve twelve week minimum. So they take they took the twelve week minimum, minimum in quotation marks, of course, and they took off. Tell us again, Matt. How many did they, how did they take they off? Took what off is the rationale? Three weeks for remorse, even though he argued, him and his attorneys argued that what he did was not a red cardable offense. So, I mean, how do you have remorse if you don't acknowledge what you did was wrong? And he tweeted bollocks. Yeah, he, yeah, tweeted, he tweeted the whole thing was bollocks in the first yeah. place. And then also for good character, I assume that's for the bantery eyebrow raise it's a show of good character yeah yeah that, that's worth a few weeks yeah so they <laughs> took off started. three weeks for those those two factors oh, that's good character uh, well this is another thing and then they slapped on an extra week for his recent disciplinary record like yeah evidence. so like yeah <laughs> so how, 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 how can you argue you it's really... like it's it's like an absolute crapshoot how can you like, argue? What are they? What are they basing this on? It's like that South Park episode where they where they make fun of Family Guy by saying that their their script is written by manatees pushing random balls to like one side of the pool. Like it's just completely arbitrary. Like I assume I assume they took off a week because someone no, on that no, panel no, just no, was no, like, but, no, but it was a it was a good laugh. So let's take off a week and we'll just yeah. call it. But but it sums it sums up Joe Marler. He's he's a lovable rogue. It's yeah, like, oh, he, a good character. He pretty pitched up, but was like, but you are, but you are a bit of a dick. 
Like, I reckon he yeah. had like a novelty bow tie and was like squirting them with water with it and shit. I, assu- I assume yeah. he went to the earring in shorts. <laughs> I assume he went to the earring in like shorts too nice. Yeah, I'm loving the idea of the fake flower in his, in his lapel. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. By the way, that's horse piss. <laughs> you like to be Joe? No, this is You're full of banter, but you overstep it. That's yeah. the problem. They yeah. probably like, they were probably on like 11 weeks and then they took a break and they came back into the room to find that Joe had shat on the table. <laughs> and he was like, don't you, get, don't you guys get it? It's just banter. They were like, classic Joe, take off another week. I, I assume that, and then I assume they added a week for it because I watched Dead Brothers last week. That long fart that he gives, the one guy gives the Seth Rogen interview. I assume that's actually where the week got added on for. Just this like 30 yeah. second long fart where one of the, one of the yeah. council members like, was there's, sitting there like, like, I can like taste it. False ends. Yeah, like just when you think he's done, he comes out with another bit. They're like classic Joe, he's so funny. Um, so, all right, but on a serious note, uh, quite aside with my issue of you know disobeying the, the colloquial meaning of the word minimum, um, there's some there are some people who feel like he was charged under the wrong law because the 12 week minimum is quite hefty in terms of World Rugby guidelines, and it specifically I think relates to like the law that charged like him under was assault. yeah it was for grabbing grabbing twisting and or something genitalia yeah so I like for me that that puts me in mind of um the nutcracker from some on adrian strauss mm. you guys remember that Do you guys remember that yeah, yeah like that proper yeah like he did like a proper grab but um other people saying that what joe Mata did was wrong but it doesn't quite fit this definition should he should have be charged under bringing the game to disrepute, which I think carries like a five-week ban or something like that. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it's, it's done. No, he's, but I mean, he's gotten nothing. By the definition, because I mean, I think it did say grabbing, and the, I, I can't remember yeah. the exact verbiage of the rule, but I'm pretty fucking sure the verbiage has grabbing yeah. in there. So, under but, the, but, but okay. can't, can't you be can't you be brought under multiple? Yeah, probably. But I mean, it's yeah. probably like a case of double jeopardy, like you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess you'd probably you serve them concurrently, so you you would only yeah. be you'd only be. Yeah. But now his ten weeks is a ten international playing week. <sighs> That's what. <sighs> this is the fucking problem, man. Like he's getting like nothing because of the corona thing. Well, we'll get to that. But anyway, so let me just. The last thing I wanted to say is like a lot of people. Um, there are still so many people on Twitter, and pundits, and you know it's podcasters so like us who are still. Def- who are still defending him saying, Oh guys, it's just rugby. Like that's just part of rugby. And if, and I literally saw someone on Twitter answering Squidge's tweet saying, if you don't like it, then you obviously don't like rugby and you should fuck off and find another sport to support. Fuck. I saw that this morning. But this is honestly, they don't realize that they, the biggest problem with the sport. Yes, exactly. And it's the most toxic, obnoxious and like, and also downright stupid. Like, first of all, forget gatekeeping, forget, Forget the attitude of like this is our sport, and if you're not a, if you're not a true rugby fan, you shouldn't be here, right? Yeah. That's a, a stupid attitude in the first place. But to then double down on that and say, if you don't like, we here for the sexual assault. You don't assault. like cock grabbing. Yeah. yeah, like if you if you don't if you're not if you're not prepared to let someone else just fondle your balls, then you don't fit within the definition of a proper rugby fan in the first place, and then you can fuck off. Like, how's like how bloody weird is that? Like how fucking 
traumatized do these people have to be from the decades and decades of being subjected to like you know someone forcing you to eat shit out of a boot you know in order to be in the rugby team to think that this is in any way but it's weird though because okay i'm not saying i had a but i i played rugby since i was about 11 but then obviously i think the problems kick in sort of at university sort of level yeah. rugby where you know yeah well, like when you're an adult and you can yeah, yeah but i i played for a few different teams i played for the university and then i played some rugby in england yeah yeah and i never experienced anything like this no i'm sure you alex like no not, not like this i mean the like, like, there's, it, there's layers to it right because like they it begins with it begins with the idea of like after the game you know, we're having fines, for example. Yeah. And, like, maybe there's someone who loves rugby, wants to play it, enjoys the company, whatever, but, like, isn't necessarily a heavy drinker, or might be, like, Muslim, for example. So I'm thinking of, like, um, when Nizam Kar was playing for Ikes for UCT, and he, he refused to wear, like, the um, alcohol advertising. You know, that's, like, an expression of his preferences. And as far as I know, like, a lot of teams nowadays are, they don't push, like, that classic you know, laddish thing of like, you got to get fucking wasted after every game. Yeah. Otherwise you're just not one of the boys, but there is still a lot of that kind of thing. And that's like at a ground level that I think is what precipitates a lot of this kind of behavior because it, it, like you just keep upping the ante and it's, I mean, it's really, it's not rugby. It's just guys in a room. Like you put enough men in, in one place for long enough and they will do stupid shit like this, but that doesn't mean that it's acceptable. And it doesn't mean that people should be defending it on Twitter. Like, I can't believe the number of people who just think that it's absolutely like part of the package. The worst part like, is how many of them have dude, like blue checks and are like verified, which is the yeah, part. and like, so, like, but, like but I mean, real gen- audience, you know, there's, there's former real audiences. Well, there's there's former internationals like rugby players who who are saying like you know I can't like this is just like what you got to deal with if you like rugby like how can you how can you like rugby but not like the fact that Joe Marler just grabbed Alan Wynne Jones on the deck. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand it. It is absolutely bizarre. For me, it's a form of Stockholm syndrome, um, yeah. and I think it's great that we've got guys like like Squidge who have a platform and are, are visible that are openly talking out against this kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I think it's also really good that World Rugby made an example of Marla. So anyway, guys, I think we've we've probably tapped this out. Um, unfortunately, there isn't very much else to talk about in the news, and the reason for that is. Uh, if you haven't heard by now, well, the biggest if you, piece of if you haven't heard by now, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, all rugby is essentially suspended. All sport, let alone rugby. Like. All sport, all sport. Yeah, yeah. So like I heard this morning, the, the Cape Epic, the soccer race that was going to start today, yeah. was cancelled yesterday, um, which kind of like sucks. The most, like, that's like the most isolated event in the world. Like that's essentially, you know, you ride by yourself for like four days and sleep in a tent. Yeah, so, no so I'm I'm quite upset about it because my boss was going to do it. Been, and I was going to oh, have a whole bunch just, of like. Su- a, then yeah. to be yeah. fair, like yeah. there are a bunch of support people in that on the Cape Epic. So like every race, yeah, no, they spend the night in that. Like there are other people. Yeah, no, no, there, no, there is, no, there is no, an element no, of that. No, my no. argument. So he was saying he he hoped it wouldn't be cancelled and it would just be because all the international people obviously pulled out. Yeah. But he was hoping it would just be a South African well, field. Oh, so and he was saying. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't think he's that good. 
But uh, actually, Hugh, if you're listening to this, like, you're one of the best cyclists I've ever met. Um, I hope we're this will be reflected ne- in my epi- annual performance. Next, next episode, we're going to hear Alex is jobless. <laughs> Talk shit about me on the bicycle. Um, <laughs> but um, also, see, he was saying like the, the temperatures are so hot for the epic that the virus actually can't really survive properly. Because they're not like they're in the wilderness, like they're not in an urban setting with a lot of tactile surfaces where the virus could just kind of stick and live. Um, and it, you know they should be relatively safe, in other words. And I was saying to him, well, you know, if, I feel like if you opted to do the Cape Epic, you should be prepared to do it with coronavirus. That's kind of the whole point: is that you, you like, you have yeah, to be you, mental. You, you sign, you sign up to suffer, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if anything, this should just be seen as doing it on hard mode. But yeah, like, like I'm, they should have done it, and then uh, next year they should have keep, kept like a vial of Corona and just on the start line, <laughs> yeah. just get ejected. Like, just throw it on, just I think... throw it on the ground in front. So like, you see the guys yeah. in front sort of like hesitate to go, and like, who's going to be the first person yeah. to just push through this cloud of Corona <laughs> and like risk getting it? But then also hang <laughs> the first back obstacle. with time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think what they should, they should just they should just start having like two categories in, of finishes, like. You could win the normal epic, and then you could win the Corona field. Yeah. So if you like the best, if you're the best cyclist, you had Corona, you get your own gold medal. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so like the, what the epic... they're saying with the with the Tour de France is they should just have a doping and an undoping <laughs> league. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I honestly, I think they should have a steroid Olympics just to see what's possible. Yeah. Have Oaks like chucking the javelin like 140 meters like into the crowd and stuff. No, but that's what I'm you saying. What like happens. it's going to be fantastic You're until like someone does that and then just whip. So is that uh, the the cynic in me wants to say is that different from the current Olympics? But let's not go down that. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so those proper athletes, athletes, they get tested like five times a month. Like yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean everyone does. Ask a few with Yeah. Yo, anyway, got um, like once got caught. Idiot. But what was I gonna say? Oh, so yeah, the two oceans also been cancelled. So like everything is just going down the hill. The Argus um, must be loving the fact that it was last week. Yes, and I'm loving the fact that I didn't do it. Because I mean, to be, what the Argus? I think it ran for like the first time in like two or three years this year. No, they only, they only, no, they they've had it. It was only cancelled no, once. It's only ever been cancelled once. Because of the wind, yeah. It yeah, it was in 2017, I think. Um, but anyway. Um, rugby, all sport, cancelled, suspended, put on hold. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... We don't actually know what the story is, so it's difficult for us to really talk about it. My favourite is the whole yeah, thing for super speculating. Rugby. And like putting time yeah. limits on So the whole thing for Super Rugby was precipitated by New Zealand closing their borders. So they said that there's like 48 hours for um, New Zealanders to get back into the country. And um, and then after that, they're basically closing the borders to anyone who isn't a New Zealand um, re- citizen slash permanent resident. Or I think Pacificers, they, they're including people from the Pacific Isles. Yeah. But, uh, but if you do come back in, even if you're a New Zealander, you have to be quarantined for 14 days. So... That obviously makes it impossible to have a rugby tournament. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of time before Australia kind of follows suit, and I think South Africa should too. Um, it's a bit harder for us as a you know, as a continent country as opposed to an island like New Zealand. Yeah. But you got to do something. 
So, yeah, I mean, last night the, we saw the Highlanders versus Higuara's game being cancelled because the Highlanders weren't going to make it back in time. And then mm-hmm. it, it, it turned out that they're not going to make it back in time anyway. Oh, but by that point, it was too late. <laughs> so it's uh, just how, did they, how did they work that out? Like, surely they've got someone who's know. got some math on them. Like, just yeah, basic I think calculus. they forgot about, like, they forgot about time zones. Um, like if so we leave like, now, we, leave now, we, we is... could be there by five. Yeah, like <laughs> oh god, wait, never mind. No, 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 but the thing is, but see, this is their problem: is they don't think like tax professionals, because the the travel ban doesn't extend to Pacific Islands. So what they should do is fly to Fiji, then fly in from Fiji. Out of curiosity, no, I think the. They, they, they won't be banned. They're just going to have to do... Um, no, no. Uh, the, the, the mandatory quarantine only doesn't apply to the Pacific Islands. No, really? that's so what they should... Really? No, no. Re- read the article. Oh, that seems a bit weird. But okay, well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Just yeah, that's, that, that's kind of that. We're going to have to wait and see what happens with the rest of the season. I, I don't know. What would you guys do? If you were in charge of Sanzar and you were just a dictator and you could do whatever you wanted with Super Rugby... What would be your your call on this? Fucking go to like the Cook Islands or something. Just fly everyone in and just make them play. Like, like, yeah, play like, like, a sealed, like a sealed tournament. Yeah, or a like sealed, an island sealed contained tournament, yeah. Somewhere that's got <laughs> enough space for a rugby field. So how many games do we have a week? Six games a week. So somewhere no, but yeah. you don't need six rugby fields. You just start at fucking. You start at nine a.m. like schoolboy fixtures. No, well, you, you do it. No, we do it. Over, no, do it. So do it Friday, Saturday still. So Jeez. Saturday you've got. Can you your... imagine playing on that pitch the last game of those six games? Yeah, so so, yeah, so that's why I said four pitches. Four, four pitches. You need like maximum four pitches. So then yeah, two pitches you use on Friday, and then the other four pitches. Then you use all the pitches and you rotate. Which yeah. two are your Friday double pitches? Hitters. So two of them get double, yeah. and then so on forth, and then so yeah, four pitches yeah. is fine. Yeah, no, um, but but re- realistically, I would say what they should do now is once all the teams are sort of in their own countries. Obviously, this excludes now the Sunwolves and the Jaguars. Yeah, that's the fun. Then yeah. you just you you kind of you try play all the local derbies. Yeah. So so you just make sure you know you you finish all of that. And then you see, because yeah. by the time you've played all of those, it should be should four be or five weeks down the line. Do you know what? And then hopefully yeah. by then teams can travel again. And then I think can, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know what the financials sort of would be like yeah. um, um, for all the local teams. The weird thing is the Sunwolves yeah. are already in Australia, so they could have been there and stayed there and done the rest of their life. Because, I mean, they settled in a venue already. They've been there for three weeks at one venue and all that. So yeah. If they had come up with that idea, it would have only negatively impacted the Jaguars out of everyone. Yeah. Which is shit I, I would say in, in terms of South Africa, it might not be a bad idea to try start the Curry Cup a bit early just to keep guys playing. Well, I don't think it'll happen just because like there's no crowds for anything. Yeah, I think whether the, it's, yeah, no, Curry whether it's like international or local. Yeah. I think schoolboy rugby's even off. Uh, I saw Tank, Tank posted schoolboy rugby's off. Yeah. yeah, but if school boy rugby's off, they should just close the schools. No, well, the schools, I think, are getting closed. I know. I know. So, Hertzlia, Hertzlia yeah. closed. All, all the Hertzlia schools closed, yeah. Two weeks. For, yeah. for, for, what, for what reason? Uh, a they family, had a parent. Do you have yeah, it? They a family came parent, the parent had it. Yeah. Uh, they had a family come back from yeah. overseas. 
Yes. Yeah, all these, it's all these private schools. You know, well, with that's the thing, like skiing in Italy or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah, the exactly. thing, like everyone in SA only got it from Europe or the US. No one in SA has it from Asia. Yeah, I think there was someone who who had like a meeting with a, a, a Chinese a Chinese zero. But, um, no, but well, okay, guys. So I think long long story short, um, we don't know what the rest of Super Rugby is going to look like. But you know, lead rugby banter will continue in one we, form we'll, or another. We'll be there for you. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll um, figure something I, out. I it's still, pretty, I, it's I still think good, we should go. It's a good week time by to week. be doing a podcast. I still think we should go week by week and just discuss the fixtures as they were supposed to happen. Just like just like fantasy play in our minds. Like holy shit! Can you <laughs> like, believe? I can't so believe. I can't believe the Sunwolves just gave the. <laughs> Who just gave the Brumbies 130 points. This is unbelievable. Like, can we, you believe we just, like, Rudy Page's 85-meter drop goal? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm checking now actually what some of the highlights for next week's <laughs> next week would have been. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I, I mean, what I was going to say is it's actually a pretty good time to be releasing podcasts because people are bored. Um, you know, like there's no there's no live sport going on, so it's quite a good time to be in like the sort of from remote entertainment industry like we are unfortunately you know, our financial you know model is non-existent it's, so it's, it's a very it's a very good time to cancel your dstv so and put that money into the patron of your favorite podcast guys yeah. we need we need to set up a patron well we Patreon, had one but then full, full, full used all of us <laughs> to go to japan yeah but um so. no so ben i was saying that to someone last night i think this is the end of dstv yeah, I think because... multi-choice is is going to go off the cliff because everyone's going to be sitting at home. There's no live sport. Super sport was, everyone knows super sport is the only reason anyone has DSTV. Yeah. So they're going to just like, they're going to suddenly realize how crap it is and they're going to realize they could take the thousand rand they spend on a DSTV account every month and turn it into a hundred rand Netflix account or Showmax or any of these other online services and still pocket the rest. And they're not going to miss out on anything. And then when Super Rugby or all the other sporting events do catch up and come back online, I think it's going to be too late for multi-choice at DSTV. And then the gap is going to be filled by people like Rugby Pass who provide, an, or like ESPN online services, that kind of thing. Yeah. And but the problem is multi-choice. So those, guys, those guys can't get into the SA market because of multi-choice. Multi-choice has blocked all rights. To no, I know, but, but I think that yeah, but this so is the going thing to is, if multi-choice is no more money, they can't yeah. buy the rights yeah. anymore. Exactly. And they're going to go to like Sansa or whoever, Rugby Pass, and say, look, we'll pay your licensing fee. Will, will match whatever DSTV was paying you for rugby specifically. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, well, it's better than nothing, which is what we're currently getting because multi-choice is dead. Yeah. I think I honestly think that's the case. The only other way that can, it can go is if multi-choice and Supersport divorce and Supersport finally go all in on an online streaming service because they have DSTV now. But the only reason they do it... You can't get Afrikaans commentary. Yeah, well, you can't get. Oh, you have, the, to, you have to listen to the fucking idiots. But apart from that, yeah. it's quite good. I just want to say it's okay. I mean, I've, I've one had of the, issues, but it's okay. One of my biggest selling points for Rugby Pass is it's also got the games on demand. I don't think DSTV yeah. now has the games on demand, so I could go now and watch any of the games from this weekend. I I really I really struggle to watch a game knowing it's not live. Yeah. Uh, like, like I, 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 I know some people can do it. They just say, hey, don't tell me the score. Don't tell me the score. I'm PBRing yeah. it or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I can't, I, I can't do it. Like, in my, in my head, 
Like, you know, there's a result. Well, there. I know the result it's has upside. happened. Yeah, so it's every, everything's like, um, sort you of, know, and you can't help like wanting to peak. Yeah, like, yeah. like no, it's, it's, I, look, it's I, not, honestly, it's not ideal, but I've done it once or twice, and yeah. it's and it's useful. And like to go back in that, like at your level, it is a bit useful. Or yeah, just maybe maybe, maybe something like World Cup final, I could sort of sell myself on. But yeah. just okay, a they don't have game, a World like, Cup, in, but I think I can go watch. I'll tell you what I struck the Super Rugby final again. I I struggled with um. I struggled watching the games yesterday, knowing that knowing, the, knowing the rugby had been cancelled, yeah. knowing that that fantasy rugby was basically like null and void or like whatever, and like it just it all just felt like really weird, like stupid to me. Like when my team <laughs> I, 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 I like it. I, I think I, this, I, I think I, this might be how normal people see sport. I just want to point this out that I think it's a massive conspiracy against the Carpet Monkeys, as it's the week that they finally started to click. And they're like, yeah, no, all sport is cancelled. Well, who yeah. who did well this week, though? You. You did well, Ben, yeah, but I... You know, no, I've got the things. <laughs> Tell you who else did well. Um... Hey, I'm smashing it! Yeah, you're yeah. smashing it. I'm mid-table, which is a lot better than I'm used to. Used to. Okay, but all I need to do is beat I'm, Alex and I'm, Phil. I'm, I'm currently coming last. Phil was coming second last, I think. Oh, fuck! I just no, need... no, but I, I need to, I need to beat, um, I need to beat Alex H and Phil, and then if I yeah. do, then, then I'm technically win the league as long as Super Rugby gets cancelled. But did, did, I am maintaining that the only way we can put this season on the trophy is, to put is if we and have put Ben Lowe next to the Asterix. <laughs> yes. No, exactly. fuck, fuck. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, my name will be on the trophy. <laughs> If you're doing that, if you're doing that, then <laughs> no, I'll, I'll accept the wooden spoon in that regard too. Is it if it's a massive asterisk with the name <laughs> yeah. tiny next to it? Yeah, it'll, it'll be the same. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. No, no I'll, I'll, I'll be all over that. I, I won't lie. I'll somehow spend a year just trying to rub out my name next to the asterisk, <laughs> just slowly wearing it down with my finger, the engraving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, like when, like when you see a statue of like a, a woman and everyone's just touched her breast and like slowly, slowly, like it just gets shinier and shinier. Yeah. Like It'll the nipples like are like effect. smooth down to like it's just like this flat surface. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah, I'm I feel like. I feel like you and I look at very different statues. <laughs> what do you say? Um, I feel like we look at very different statues. Like I've seen that. I've seen that happen with statues. I've never seen it on a woman's breasts. Alex, uh, I, we both studied law at UCT. We both know what statues we looked at, and neither of us want to discuss those statues. So let's no. move on. Let's move on very swiftly. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just on. looking. Who can I... Okay, last... Oh, God. Last piece of news uh, before we move on to um, our thoughts for the week. Um, this, is the, this is the big news of the week, really. Kyle Brink has left the lines. Okay, what? so on to the, onto the <laughs> talking points for the week. Um, so... The first one was the cards we wanted to discuss. Um, there was a red card for... Huroch. 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 Formerly of... That's the most time... By the way, that's the most time anyone has ever said Huroch on a podcast. Um, we just said it about four times. I just said it the fifth time. And that's a record for Huroch. That's six times. This week's... He's he inexplicably was... Yeah. Inexplicably joined the Crusaders in the off season from the Waratahs, um, and because apparently he hates playing, he's like, like, yeah. how can I just coast on by and do fuck all? 
I know. Yeah. Just the and then he realized they had a fixture against the Sun Wolves, and he was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to come off the bench, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then he, once he was on the field, he was like, God, how can I get off this field as quickly as possible? And then he decided to elbow someone in the head. I think it was and that Henkes, did the trick. Yeah, it was Henkes van Veek, I think he did. Yeah, so he, he so the, the, the setup was Henkes van Veek kind of tackled him slightly late. People were saying it was a late it, tackle. It wasn't, no, it wasn't really late. I thought it was fine. He had the ball in, I think he still had the ball in his hands when he made contact. No, yeah, but then, then I think I think the issue was he was sort of holding him a bit. He was giving him a bit of a hug. Yeah. yeah so maybe. I've seen people arguing about that and like players going out to intentionally um, like provoke. aggravate and provoke, which is what yeah. I think Marla does and what Marla did. Well, yes. Yeah, but but how, how can you, how, you wrote you'd been on the field for like 40 seconds. Like how, how could he have built up so much rage at that time? And he hates rugby. He doesn't want to play rugby. <laughs> Like he's oh, cursed. he's cursed with an ability. He, he made sure he went to the one union where he would never have to take the field and it backfired. <laughs> yeah, he did anticipate that Sunwolves fixed jump for you, yeah. Um So, do you think I, they I actually think signed him what, because they're like, the Sunwolves game is in Australia and they just sort of, and he'd actually been at the Waratahs the entire time and they're just like, we don't feel like bringing another hooker. Can we just sign one of your spares for this week? Yeah, like he's available. Um, but I, I don't think this was particularly controversial. I don't think like too many people. I mean, you're always going to get the stupid accounts on Twitter who are like, "Ooh, well, should this have been a red card?" And you're like, "Yeah, everyone yeah, is pretty much on the same page." That's, that's, that's how that's how the that's how the game works. Like, yeah, <laughs> like their um, rules. But, he he ticked all the boxes for the rule. Next. So 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 just just before we get serious, um, yeah. Do you, do you think you know like um, players like say like Gregan or whatever? teams used to almost deliberately like hold Gregan back and like pull him into rucks you know just just to slow down the game do you think yeah. the Sun yeah. Wolves are we using this tactic to negate Hugh Roach do <laughs> <laughs> you think Hugh Roach is getting targeted do you think he's the new like yeah. the new Michael Hooper well the new the new like the new like Pocock you know how they like try to hold him in rucks maybe it's the same yeah. tactic you know you just gotta get Hugh Roach out the game however you can yeah. just play, just hold that explains back why the Sun Wolves were like we're like, we've got a pretty simple plan. We're going to tread water until Hugh Roach comes on, <laughs> and then we strike. <laughs> we'll hit him with a late tackle, and he won't be able to resist an elbow to your head. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll be able to beat them with a man down. And then they only concede, one, they concede 21 points with two two saders in the bin or some shit. So. No, they, I think yeah. it was only so bad as 14. The last try, the last try Severus Reese came back tries. for. Severus Reese came back for at least the last try. He was back on the field. Okay, sorry, how was that knock, that, that knockdown was fucking annoying yeah especially anyway when... okay so that i don't think was the problem that's a part. scummy knockdown i think that knock that kind of knockdown should be close to a red what about no he was you could i don't think you could compare it to like something that no, is because no, he did rap. like think about your ben your paradigms always like something that would be considered assault off the field yeah, 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 yeah. so like it's just it's just deliberate like it's what about yeah, there was went. also who was it Gela? No, who did it? No, it was. There were quite a few yellow cards. There was week. a knockdown that should have been a yellow card. I thought. Who was it? I think it was yeah, in the it, SA game. But guys, let's let's get yeah, on to sorry. let's get on to the card that wasn't, or the red card that wasn't. Yeah. Opening moments of Stormers mm-hmm. versus Sharks. Baby, uh, baby Detroit, Detroit. Like, like an excited puppy. Yeah, Can, should we start calling him Peter Less Detroit? No, oh, like, no, I think no, that undermines that... them. Like, like, because 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 most players should be Peter Lee, yeah, Esther Toy. Because that's you can't, yeah, you know, like, 
I think he's, he's all right. He's just not. Can not we can we address good. the fact that uh, if Jordy Barrett hadn't got his game-winning kick against the Chiefs, we would now be calling him Jordy Barrett. Jordy Barrett. Jordy, yeah. I can't. That that honestly that ruined my whole day when he when he got that. Kick. <laughs> um, okay, so Baby Dutoy hits Louis Schroeder right off the kickoff in the air. It was probably one of the worst ones I've seen, to be honest. It was so, worse um, than Quacker Smith one in the. It was worse. Quacker, the it was worse than Ronan O'Gara yeah. in the British National Lions tour. It was definitely worse than the Leland Zass one a few years ago when he slipped and fell into the guy. Do you remember that? Oh god, yeah. that one was such a yeah. We like we like slide yeah. tackled him sort of. Yeah. And he so that that's my reference point. Leland Zass got a red card for that. He like tripped and slid into the guy, and got a red card. Your hunter toy yesterday, yellow card, and no one agrees with it. So like it's it's a rare instance of like the rugby community being like. We all agree that this is bullshit. It should have been a red card. Like normally, it's the other way around. So Mallet no, no, was arguing, and I but, kind but, of agree I, with I, what I, he I, said. No, he was arguing because of the way he fell. But that's yeah, yes. So landed. that is technically in terms of the framework. Yeah, the framework is annoys... you, the red card is for landing on your head and shoulders. If you land on your back, that's not a red cardable offense necessarily. So like, yeah. that, so but, if, but we're it, it, at, if we're looking at the letter of the law, like, because we mustn't also like. They were strapping him into a stretcher and that, like, meters away from the ref. Yeah. Well, the, the ref was arguing it wasn't dangerous. But, I mean, but we, I don't think we should fix it on that. Yeah. No, he I could know, have landed that... the way he did and it had gotten up the way. Yeah, so he got but concussed. But the point is, like, he, I, tell, so I think, I think that about. he landed pretty much, like, at best it was simultaneous between the head and the shoulders. Yeah, so he landed, yeah, so he whipped his neck fucking hard into the ground. Yeah, actually. it was like it looked really bad. Knocked his head, cuck hard yeah. into the ground. Honestly, like for me, like that is that is the textbook example of why we have that law in the first place. Yeah. Because yeah. if he tipped, like if he tipped one or two more angles, he would have been gone. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is overdramatic, but like I feel like he could have died. Yeah. No, he would have landed like if he square felt, on his head. Yeah, like isn't that isn't it possible that you could break your neck like that? I feel like that. I don't know. Maybe I watched too many like kids specials when I was when I was young, but I feel like that's one one way to break your neck. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. The Stormers were super lucky to get away with it. Um. Do you think? And it, because by then we knew didn't Super Rugby was finished, right? They had announced Super Rugby was done by then, right? Yes. Well, so, not finished, but suspended. Yeah, suspended. Like the official suspension comment came in by then already. Yeah. Do you think? That sort of weighed in on the ref and that he didn't want the last game, essentially one of the last games, to be have this red co- I don't like open on so. a red card. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to bring up. If this had happened in the 60th minute, I feel it would have been a red, no issue. Yes. Yeah, because of yeah, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's because of the suspension. I just I just think it's because of how early it was in a big local derby game. Yeah, yeah and and about. and it would that would have ruined that would have ruin the game i know what actually ruined yeah. the game would have been you know people say the red card ruins the game yeah the red card doesn't ruin the game the act of foul mm-hmm. play ruins the game exactly yeah. yeah but um yeah it it would have effectively the shark would have it would have been a blowout i would say one yeah. man short for 80 minutes like you can't you can't hold that yeah so i mean the 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 good part of it was that the storms somehow were able to not concede any points for those 10 minutes yeah but that's the best if if you can if you can choose a yellow card you'll always take it in the first 10 minutes when everyone's fresh yeah yeah of course exactly because then you you can work like so yeah anyway so i I think that was probably the refing controversy of the week um 
it's an unfortunate one and yeah i mean for me as a stormer supporter it was pretty clear that that, sh- that should have been a red um but anyway um cool we did have, have another talking point to follow on from that which was the sharks so big performance for the sharks yesterday for me like unofficially that counts as like the SA conference finale and the sharks winning it suggests for me they're the best team in south africa i know the storms had a few injuries or whatever but the sharks well, have in, in, all, been... in all fairness the, the best team in south africa is sharks versus stormers now and the sharks just yeah yeah it's, it's i mean it's clearly like a two-horse race i think the yeah. bulls and the lions over the last two weeks have, yeah, have seen to they, that they really they're really <laughs> doing their own thing at the moment like... yeah she's like they 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 play they've played the seasons if they knew it was going to get cancelled all along. Yeah, actually, you know, you know, in, in a way, fucking ultimate hat tip to the Bulls and the Lions. They knew exactly what they would do. And the Sunwolves. Yeah. Well done, guys. Yeah. You guys yeah. have played the perfect and the Waratahs section. No, someone, someone pointed out something very very interesting from the Bulls game, which is that every time so Speckman has gone on like this big try scoring spree, but every time the Bulls outside backs score try. They just put it down in the corner yeah. and then run straight to the cameras to celebrate. And yeah. then their kickers can't get the conversions over. <laughs> God, no, it's a fake And game. like, no, but genuinely people were like, is this, I think it was Warren Brosnan or someone was like, oh, it was brought it what up the fuck's like, going on here? Like, are, are these guys not on the same page? Like, do they not want to win games? Are they just playing as individuals? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, it's a genuine concern, I guess. Um, God, it's a bit of a weird one. Especially Speckman, because in sevens, it's so important to get the ball under the poles. Yeah, yeah. Although, to be fair, they, I think they're so used to the sure boot of Mornay Stain who can fire it over from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe but yeah. anyway, that's, that's just an aside. It's, it's a, but guys, what do we what do think about the, against Limbo? Yeah. Let's, let's, all, right. let's all do this. The, the, uh, yeah, the outside to, backs that he makes honest, look so I, good. I, I'm, not, I'm not overly impressed with the Sharks. Their, their front rows, their props are good. But apart from that, yeah. no, no forward in the Sharks has well, me excited. Well, not not sure, now. Not sure, yeah, but, yeah. but but at the start of the season, like. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, then the, and then uh, I, I don't rate Schroeder. Yeah, as I said yesterday, uh, I think that was yeah. a dream start for the Sharks. Well, he's but he's, he's, he's out of the equation. The the Sharks backline is shit hot, eh? They yeah, just, they're great. It's basically a fussy is going to be a Springbok. In, yeah. Well, if the Scotland tour happens, he he will be a springbok. Yeah. So it's essentially a springbok I mean, backline from ten to fifteen. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think especially especially now that Esterhazen has I think kind of stepped up. I think he's been playing pretty well. Yeah. And Damon Allen is kind of I don't know in the wilderness, but because he's in Japan. Um, is he in Japan? Or where, where did he go? Munster. Munster. I'm confused. Uh, Japan, but then he's going yeah. to Munster, so he's not. Okay, so it's both. But yeah, I mean, so there's kind of like a bit of a vacancy there, at least for the Scotland tour, if it happens. So, like, I think you're right, Ben. Like, we could genuinely see ten to fifteen being called shots. Yeah, that might be the backline, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe they want to go like Alton at ten. Maybe they want to go Damon Damon Willemse. I wouldn't do it. I would. I would back Fosh. I think he's the best tenant in South Africa. The problem they, yeah, as Wim pointed out yesterday, it's perfectly fine having. Bosch, who is one most probably our best 10 it just is a bit alarming yeah. when even though you're trying your fucking best to hide him everyone finds him on defense still yeah 
But it, I, I don't think his defense has been that bad this year. It's not been terrible, has so. it? No, it, but you, got you, can see, once, like, you can see he's been targeted yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, that's... Yeah, but I don't like, think that like, he's, he's no, like, to be honest, Willems is, okay, of the three, say, Alton, Bosch, Willems, Yeah. I would say Willems is the best defender. Bosch is the worst. But yeah. Willems is by no means, he's no, like, Owen Farrell yeah. or whatever. Like, he's not like or Henry Honeyball or whatever. He's not yeah. a... Mm. He's not like a short yeah, thing. He's, in he's not exactly channel. like a yeah. Yeah, he's not a stone wall in defense. Like he's not yeah. a leak. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So that's the thing. Like we 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 just have very attacking fly halves at the moment. So there's no point choosing the most defensive of them. Yeah. Because yeah, like, that's like, like obviously we're just like, gonna yeah, end up with a like, bad product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because to me it is like actually I don't know like I don't, I like Willem said 15 yesterday to be honest. I just think I just think you have to pick the best of the position yeah. and work with it. Like I, you know, if Bosch is the best player overall, then find ways to mitigate his defensive weaknesses with like a strong twelve in the Esther Hazen, and uh, you know, give your assignment to the open side to cover the channel. Yeah, so your open side, you just sprint in front of Bosch and save his life every time. <laughs> yeah, take a bullet from. <laughs> Fuck. Speaking of that, how bad was uh, what is it, McAllister McLeod, which he was twelve. With the Saders? Yeah, McLeod. McLeod. Jesus, how April just ate him yeah. every time. Like you gotta feel bad when God yeah. April slips you like three times in a row. Do you do you think yeah. do you think uh, Dallas McLeod won the same competition? Brett Cameron won last year. <laughs> just rock up to be a <laughs> just some local boy. You get good news, you get to be a Seder this week. Yeah, like yeah. Seder for a week with a with a maybe they ran out of pies so they had nothing to give them. Like, oh shit. Okay, fine. You can you can run out of twelve for two weeks. Okay, also, cool. although with a name like <laughs> Dallas McLeod, I fully expect to see him playing MLR in like a season or two. Yeah, it's a very I MLR. Feel MLR. Yeah. MLR is about his level. Eh? It's a very MLR name. He's I think he used to be like a, a Lucy or something. I read something about that. He's like oh, a bit of a there, Marius Lowe. Is their version of Marius Lowe, which is not a compliment. Yeah. No. Okay, guys. Um, so sharks, real deal. Look, look forward to seeing all those guys uh, getting gold I, later on. I, I think, I think their backline. If if that was a Springbok backline with Herschel Young Cheese instead of Schroeder, I'd be Ooh. fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like we've if, inadvertently if, if, stumbled onto our our next talking point, which is how weak are New Zealand teams at the moment in terms of depth. Uh, we just th- we just been talking about Dallas McLeod and um, Hugh Roach for the Crusaders. Yo, the Crusaders are pretty like weak point. against that. Yeah, I mean, so yo, the, the yo, Sunwolves they needed the bench to come on to sort of save them, but it was yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was so it was almost like their, their, third, the their third stringers could get it done, but not their second stringers. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yo, it, it was a bit weird. Like they they were talking about it in studio afterwards and how this is like an opportunity for guys who are on the fringes to try and force their way into contention and like the only guys who stood up for the crusaders against the sun were guys who were in the first team already anyway like no, let, in all let's the fanganaku did all right Fuck yeah that's true he was difficult to tackle dude should, i mean he, compare his, his body type if someone told me he was a hook card be like yeah sure i believe yeah it. yeah like he's did you I say mean, run meters were like 80 something and his run meters yeah. after first contact were like almost like 70 yeah, yeah, like yeah just under 70 but um i was saying to someone on twitter the other day how 
like how typically New Zealand it is for a team as kind of crap as the Blues to have to go most of the season without Rico Ioni and Akira Ioni. Okay, I mean, the latter's by choice. And then to just have those gaps be filled so comprehensively by Hoskins Sotutu and Mark Talea, yeah. who have probably been two of the best in the conference in their positions. Definitely, but definitely then, two of the best free agent pickups in our league. I think probably the two best, if you ask me. <laughs> um, actually, did you get you didn't draft Mike Stolberg, did you? No, uh, yeah, Stolberg as well. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know I, looks I, like. Stolberg was a speed you know, player. Yeah. No, no I, I, picked up all, I picked up all three of them, yeah. Yeah. It's that. Ben, I, you, I missed... you, you're killing it, Ben. No, I'm having the fucking league of my life and it's going to get cancelled. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so it's, so suddenly, I mean, we, we've, you know, this, this, the Crusaders have kind of terrorized Super Rugby for a while now. Just because and like it just seems fun. like every time they lose, like Dan Carter or Richie McCaw, someone like a Tom Christie... Or uh, you know Richie Moanga springs up in their place, but now are we seeing like a few cracks in the famous New Zealand talent conveyor belt, or do you think it's just a case of the Crusaders maybe getting a bit complacent and not recruiting the same way that the Blues have had to do? Because you know the someone like Mark Talaire wouldn't have gone to Crusaders necessarily, but he would go to the Blues because he thinks he can get game time there. So is that, do you think that's what we're seeing? I think it's it's a form of more of the latter. That, yeah, that's complacency. Like, just being on the verge of a forbeat. Maybe that's sort of their guys are just, you know, they're sitting on the bench there. And they're sort of thinking that they, they're like, yeah, we crusaders, you know, or I'm part of this dynasty or whatever. When really, you know, they've they've played three games in the last three years. Yeah, you're actually huge. Yeah, and it's actually, when it comes down to it, when you scratch the surface, you know, you're just fucking Brett Cameron. Like, <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, you've just got two first names. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a great um, tweet about Brett Cameron only ever playing rugby against Japanese sides. That's his okay. specialty. Specialist. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's specialist against playing against Japan and the Sunwolves. That's his. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, because yeah, I think the Crusaders are being proved quite human this season. And I, I yeah. would say if if they played the Blues yesterday, the Blues would have beaten them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, if those two teams had played, but obviously if they yeah. were playing the Blues, they would have, they would have played like Moanga and that, that kind of thing. Even that, uh, like I reckon, even at their full strength, like they they yeah, just maybe. they're not they're not looking there. Huh? Yeah, but okay. Uh, I think that's enough. Do, should we do a bit of a a winners and losers? Who actually well, is going to benefit from this break? Super rugby. Uh, we could do that very quickly because the next segment I want to do is the All Black Barometer. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, okay, maybe maybe we do. So why don't why don't you each pick one winner and one loser? Ben, you can go first. It could be an individual or a team. I'm going to say um, Waratahs because they are in a fucking horrible place at the moment. Winners. But they actually have a, they actually have a decent team. Mm. So I think they're going to yep. benefit from the break. Okay. Uh, oh, Matt, who's, who's your winner? Let's do, let's do winners first. Matt, who's your winner? Say, um, looking at... Uh, oh, fuck, I'm, wait, why am I drawing blanks now? The Blues might actually not benefit <laughs> nicely as well. I know we've been singing their praises, but I think because they're going to get Bowden now essentially for the rest of the season if it comes yeah. back 
So I think they yeah. actually, the, where this break is now kicking in, they're going to keep their momentum going quite comfortably in a weird way. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess, know we, that, I guess I'm we'd not... have to look at the fixtures because they could potentially miss some good um, sort of, if they miss, say, playing the Chiefs, playing the Crusaders, playing, you know, they could actually miss some yeah. really good squash yeah, yeah some games because yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah i think they were targeting uh, Bowden back for their canes derby yeah i think they were going to rush him back actually yeah. i think he was going to come back sooner than expected because they felt like they needed him yeah and now they they, because things him. have gone quite well for them they could take a bit of time actually the, i'm going to well, go similar up and say i'm going to say the one of the winners for me are the stormers um they were about to head off on a pretty hellish tour without sia khaleesi without peter steftatore without bongi and Bonambi and having just lost to their conference rivals. I think that it's actually a really good opportunity for them to just chill, wait for those injuries to come back, and then still have had a relatively successful season. Because we've only lost now to the Sharks and the Blues. Yeah, so, so uh, say, if we, say if we lose four weeks here, which I reckon is probably the minimum. Yeah. Then suddenly then, they've pretty much skipped their tour. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. And then they'll probably have Khaleesi back, if not Peter Steff. Yeah, yeah. go well. So I think Peter Steff is... Okay. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to say with, with the Waratahs as well. Hooper, Hooper, Carmichael Hunt, and Courtney Beal all got injured this week as well, this game as well. I, did so, I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't so watch so the break's really going to help them there. Because that's probably yeah. three of their best players. But I just did a little fist bump in the air because I saw the score got updated and then Jesus Rob Simmons pulled finger. Did he? Yeah, he's sitting on 59. Oh, I, 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 Phil must have done that. Yeah. Did I come last? Um, we still haven't added the Jaguares scores yet. So the Jaguares Highlanders scores are still missing. Uh, I think they are. They are. Not that from what I can see, unless he's busy adding them. I think he's still adding the scores. Oh, are, are oh damn it, I came last. <laughs> Yeah. Alex, um, Alex, if, if you get knocked out of knockout league now, I'm going to be I'm so, so upset about this. Matt the cat. Matt the cat. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, no, uh, guys, no, 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 no. You, you're above Andrew. Or am I seeing a... Wait, am let I? me refresh. Sorry. No, me... you're looking at the wrong one. Let me refresh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm two Matt, points Matt. behind Phil. Last I, last I saw. Yes, I'm upper bracket. I'm, I'm dead last. <laughs> well, for what, Matt? You upper bracket for what? Like what? Know. Who are you going to play against next week? Like, come on, man. Look, I told should you. I, should I... Um, guys, we're getting, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, Let's sorry, go through are, a quick... Yeah. A quick uh, we've got two things left to do. We're going to hammer them out. The first is an all-black barometer. So it's a bit of a moot point now. But if we were to pick an all-black side this week, purely on form, purely, purely, purely on form, super rugby form, who would it be? And then we're going to do a very quick novelty 15, getting back to our roots. Ah. Uh, we know what the people like. Yes. And we're probably going to have to do a lot more of this in the coming days. Okay, so all black barometer, guys. Um, Where do you want to start? Lucid prop tighted. Start the the business end. The front row. Oh, you're making the tough calls earlier. Well, uh, yeah, like I guess so. Matt, you, you're our expert. Who the who the informed props for the New Zealand sides? Oh, fuck. I've been... So the last three weeks, I've essentially consumed fuck all rugby so okay so maybe someone else put their head on the block and i'll try and agree okay. or disagree where i can on the, especially um, those two ben, do you wanna, um do you i'm liking crack? i'm liking aiden ross i reckon he's having a decent crack at it but both both the blues props are holding up well 
Um, uh, I don't think they have. I don't think they played well. I speak as a cartoon. No, they, 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 they've scrammed well. Like I get. But but Tuanga Fussy's well, barely even played. Yeah. Tuanga Fussy's no, not seen so. much field. Uh, what about? Uh, I'm just looking at the scores. And I hate to say it, but Joe Moody's after Ross is the next best yeah. performing. So I was going to say Joe Moody, loose head. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess Aiden Ross, tight head. Because yeah. Tyrell Lomax has super disappointed me. Yeah. Um, Udora hasn't and... been bad when he's got on as actually Alex Vidal. Mm. Yeah, but he's like a he's like a bit of a flat track bully. Like he likes to come yeah, on when everyone's he... tired. And he's not really a prop, actually. He's more like a another loose forward. Yeah, so I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Joe Moody, Eden Ross. I think that's good. Um, okay, let's move on to Hooker. I don't, Cody Taylor to be, it has to be Cody. I feel like. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, you're pretty. Right. I thought Mo has been alright. Yeah. Oh, what's his face? Um, fuck. The one with the with the moustache on the Chiefs. When he played, he's played. Good Eklund. Uh, no, not Eklund. Eklund. No, not Eklund. Uh, Tokalahi, yeah, there. Oh, the Chiefs. What? Chiefs. Sami Sami Sony. Sami Sony Tokalahi, yeah. Oh, Tokiaho. Tokiaho. I just know he looks, <laughs> yeah, he he looks like a police officer. He's got like that <laughs> and that square head. He looks like a police officer. Yeah. That's uh, not how the New Zealand is like the. It's not how the All Blacks like their hooker though. They like a ball playing hooker. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he true. just looks like someone. He looks like he could control the field just with like a stare and a point. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, I could hear my baby crying, so let's let's get moving. Okay. Um, locks. Scott. Uh, Scotty B and I don't know. Mitch Dunshee's been pretty good for the Saders. Mm. Uh, Allardyce has been pretty good for the Chiefs. Allardyce I was I, know, I was really like... expecting. I was expecting to walk to like really crack out this year. Pilatu had a good start to the season. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of tapered off a bit since then. Mm. Um, anyway. Um, what do Stolberg. Where's he from originally? Uh, oh shit. I think my Wi Fi is bombing. <laughs> I can still hear you. Okay, sorry, my Wi-Fi. I think it was bumming a bit. Oh, okay. Um, guys, I think it's, it's pretty tough for the open side jersey to look past Lachlan Boshier at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's having a hell of a season, Definitely and he's like well. winning games for the Chiefs almost single-handedly, not like no, just by like getting turnovers. He's coming up. He's coming up with massive plays. Yeah, mm. like clutch, clutch plays. It was, he's um, like he was like Francois Lowers last year. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to shout out to. He did stuff the rest of the game. I do want to shout out to Tom Christie from the Saders though, because he's been a tackle he's machine. A tackle monster. Like, I think his... I'm actually glad he got a yeah, try. Like, I think I feel... when he... like he got a try this weekend. <laughs> actually glad for it. Like yes, well done. You've got a super yeah, rugby try under just, your belt Just now. to prove that he could do other things. Just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not his job to hold the ball though. What was he doing? No, it was like a pass, right? Yeah. Like he was the fourth receiver in like a really good play. Literally like. Yeah, you go score the try. So eighth man, I'm I'm gonna give it to Ben's boy Hoskins Satutu. Uh, no, oh, I do you think he's been the Yeah, he's still your boy, mate. You, you spotted him he's in the first place. Yeah, he's uh, he's my like Severus is still my boy. 
even though he's... Oh, you fucking, you're welcome, no, Jim. He's no longer <laughs> my boy. Since uh, um, Stolberg was trying to pass to bloody my other Adams, which would have been fancy uh, gold for me, and, it got, and he knocked it down, dick. <laughs> um, okay, the other candidate's eighth man. I feel like Michael had two who's been pretty good yeah, for the yeah. Landers. Yep. But uh, Cull- Cullen Grace has, has been the surprise package, I think, in the mm. forwards. I reckon he's he a kinda... line side, yeah. yeah. I would I put him as line side for this. I wonder, is he yeah. going to... Now that Post... Douglas is back, do you think Cullen Grace yeah, is going to see gonna field again? Yeah, I think he's going to... No, I, I think know. he's going to... Yeah, actually, fuck. Because they like Sanders. Um, yeah. So I think Cullen Grace will, will hit to the bench. But okay, well, speaking of Sanders... Um, do we feel like he's done enough to take the blind side spot? Uh, who are who are the other candidates? We're looking at, I guess, like Tom Robinson. Um, I know the the Chiefs have been running a bit of a weird loose trio with like Boshia, Kane, and Sorokula all at once. Mm. Um, I'd still, I think Boshia still. I think I think he was he wears seven sometimes, but he still plays open side the way I see it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you guys like, have anyone, that, that's sort of the thing with the blind side. If you if you don't have an obvious blind side, you don't need to play an obvious yeah. blind side. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's uh, often the case. But then through that logic, like like we could say someone like Callum Grace can play blind side now for this. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. no one else has really stood out big time for me. Yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, Scrummy. Who, who you guys giving it to? We got Brad. It's gotta be Brad TJ. Weber. You reckon Brad Weber? TJ or Brad? Yeah. TJ? No. Yeah. I, I think Brad Weber's having a hard of a season. <laughs> he is, but he's he's missed out on a lot of starts. Yeah, they he's were only giving started, I think, Gaffin twice. Yeah. But um, it's yeah. I mean, they they've got good competition there. Hmm. Okay, well, let's not dwell on it. It could be either one of those. You might as well flip a coin. Uh, fly half. We've looking. We're looking at uh, Mitch Hunt. Otero Black, Richie Mwanga, uh, Aaron Cruden. I'm just going to say, Aaron good. Cruden's the top point scorer on, per average for fly-off in New Zealand. Okay. Um, I'm so tempted to Elton, give Cruden. I Elton's think he's got beat. the highest average, and then it's Cruden Perifita. Wow. Okay. And then yeah, Mwanga, I'd be tempted to give it to I would say you. you have to give it to Cruden because of Perifita's kicking has been so bad. Well, Perifit is also not playing fly-off. Like, I know we've got him as a fly-off on our fantasy system, but he's yeah. not. Yeah, no, I'm just running through. Mwanga's so, yeah. the next yeah. one, but he's behind Will Harrison, Garth, April, and Damian Williams. He's yeah, yeah, he has though. Like, he I don't feel like he's played. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, centers. It's been a bit of a tricky one. Uh, so much rotation. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the big guys haven't stepped up. I think I might still go Nani Lama P for 12. Mm. Uh, although Jack well, Jack Good he's been he... very good. Yeah, he's been solid. I'm just I'm just forgetting about him. Because... What do you guys think? The thing is, Jack Good he's in such a flare backline at the moment. Like you don't really notice him, but he is actually playing well. Mm. Yeah, and he's I would say so in that Crusaders backline, he was the player that I wanted the least in fantasy, yeah. and I think he's probably the one who's performing the best in a way. Yeah, I'm okay, after David Havili. I'm looking at his averages now. Yeah. He's up he's, he's having a good season. Uh, yeah, so I'll give it to... Is he? Oh, I don't swear to Um, Wait, no, I think I might be drunk. Well, he's an outside back. Yeah. 
But anyway, so yeah, let's. I, think, I guess let's give twelve to Goodmere, and then yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. I don't know. Anton Leonard Brown hasn't really kicked on, but he had three really good games. I think let's go Anton. I think, I, th- I, I think Rico should have a shot. I know he's only played three games, well, two games at centre, but both of them he's done really well there. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. I've, I'm done, but he's, he's been playing. He's been playing twelve. Hasn't he? Or has he played, he played 13? No, he he's played 13. 13 for at least one, okay. I remember. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Okay, um, outside backs. I'm I'm gonna, I'm not going to budge from Pavili at fullback. I don't care about no, the injury. Yeah. Just, what, what, is oh, what is the front of? What is the injury? Does it, does it count as an injury? Like he had something. Did they like find something in his stomach or something? What happened? Yo, I what happened? He like swallowed something weird or... Um, so okay, I'm gonna keep it real simple. Left wing Mark Talaire, uh, fullback David Avili, and right wing. Sure. I think Severi still has it to me. He hasn't been that good. He hasn't been. I'm a, I'm, I'm tempted to go. Yet. I'm tempted to go like Sean Stevenson or someone. Solomon. Well, like Solomon. Yeah, let's go Solomon Alamalo. Oh Jesus! How it? How did we bring him up with Adam not here? It's like Adam's <laughs> favorite way. If Adam, if, Ad, if Adam joins the call now, hey guys, just checking in. <laughs> like check to see a... if you guys have brought up Solomon Alamalo yet. Have, have you guys put <laughs> Solomon Alamalo in all the positions yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's it. We're done with that. We're moving on. Um, always fun to do. Um, who knows? Next time we'll see an All Black 15. If we do, probably won't get anything like this. But that was fun. Okay. Very last big segment for the fun, week. Fun. I enjoyed that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for um, everything. Speculating. Very last segment. Very last segment for the weekend. Uh, for the week. Um, this is my favorite are, thing, actually. I love. I love. This is our favorite thing. Yeah. This is this is the real. Me. <laughs> this is us. Yeah. This, this, is, this is why we why we pod, yeah. This is us right here. Uh, I'm just I'm just scrolling up my WhatsApp to try and find it. Okay. We are doing a sitcom 15. So we're talking about but, but, classic but, uh, sitcoms. Like a, like a, no, not a classic sitcom. Like, because classic would be like Friends and Frasier and all of that. This is sort Frasier of yeah, a 2000s, so I don't mean, 2000s pop culture. Yeah. I don't mean classic in terms of uh, time period. I mean like the the like classical definition of a sitcom. So, so it's, it's not like all millennial TV sitcoms. Series. It's like closer to millennial sitcoms. Well, I just mean, so yeah. it's a situational comedy. It's a TV show that revolves around, like, a core cast of people and, the like, the plot is literally just, like, their lives. There's no underlying long-term storyline or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and the rule was they have to be a member of the core cast, so no fringe characters. Um, okay, so with that in mind, I will take you guys through it and you can give me your thoughts. Number one, Lucid Prop. Uh, Cam from Modern Family, also former football star. Also, he can yeah. do yeah. assistant coach, coach Yeah, like he's a, he's a thinker. He's a big guy. I feel like he's going to anchor the scrum really, really well. Um, and he's got a cheerful personality, so he'd be a lot of fun to have around in the locker rooms. Yeah. So, you guys good on that, Cam? Lisa? Yeah. No, no, I yeah. like. And and do you know what? His birthday is February twenty ninth. So technically, he could play under ten rugby. <laughs> I, I like that you know that. Although I, watch, I, I watch. You watch a lot more Modern Family than I do. I watch. So I, many... I don't. I don't really watch Modern Family. I, it was just in that one episode. Like he was turning ten. Like it was like the thing. 
I watched, uh, I watched um, some okay. of the last season now, and it was quite fun because he's now coaching full time, and like he had a th- yeah. like, the principal called him in because the players were complaining about the the way like he talks to them and that, and it was it was really fun because he's like I don't know how to inspire you without calling you names. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to Hooker. Uh, this is a series that I haven't watched for fucking years. I never really watched it, but two and a half men. Uh, Rose, who is the cleaner. the cleaner? Like, what? What is her job? How does she clean? She, oh she no, no, that's washing. not no. Rose, Rose is Charlie's is Charlie's like former lover. It's the cleaner. Oh name god, is Bertie, 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 Bertie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Bertie, Sorry, yeah. yeah. My, okay, Bertie from from Two and a Half Men. She's just massive. Like, okay, I was, a, I was wondering. I was wondering why you had Rose. I was like, yeah, she's she's gritty. She's got a bit of mongrel about her, but like she's no, not pretty that, big. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like three three episodes of two and a half men in my whole I'm life. Just, I think let me Google it. I think that's I think that's it. We're looking for that one that like one bar fight against like Hell Angel, Hell's Angels. <laughs> yeah. Two, um. Okay. So Bertie at Hooker from Two and a Half Men. Uh, tight head prop, Kevin prop is Kevin Kevin Malone from The Office. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna overthink this one. He, like, he's just a massive unit. Also, he's got good uh, hands. He can play chubby, drums. He's a chubby guy. That's true. Yeah. He, he also uh, he's also quite a good golfer. He's a scratch golfer. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, I don't, know. I don't think he, I don't know if he's the scratch golf in real life. I've, I, like he, he's, he can, he's not. He can do everything. He can do everything for the club except for the except for the taxes. We're not going to let him anywhere near the books. Fuck, my favorite is that, <laughs> epi- that episode when it's they're terrible. talking to him about his dog. Well, they can't work out if he's talking about his wife or his dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's isn't that from? Oh no, no, his dog's dead. Oh, I can't tell if his no, dog's that's... dead or not. Yes, you you think you're Brooklyn Nine Nine? Brooklyn Nine Nine, where they can't tell if it's his wife or his dog. But yeah, Kevin's the one. Yeah, they yeah, can't tell if yeah, his dog's yeah. dead or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, second row, we've got Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Um, I reckon that's a that's a. I reckon he's going to be one of our key players. He's an. That's a solid one, hey. Yeah, he, he's yeah. quite athletic as well, isn't he? Yeah, if you look at like yeah, all the like flashbacks with, and, him, with and, his brothers. Yes, yeah, when they yeah, play exactly. that, uh, what they call it, like uh, ice skate ball or whatever, like the basketball <laughs> yeah. on ice skate, <laughs> like yeah. the most dangerous sport in the world. Yeah, like any of the flashbacks with his <laughs> okay. brothers that tower over him and he no. does fine. Yeah. No, it's really good because you know how, because how we always say like Oaks need to go play ice rugby in Russia because they're soft because they don't yeah. use each other's balls enough. Marshall's done it, yeah. Your marshal's done it and some, like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so he's, he's the he's the Bucky's boy to lock, so we need a Victor Matfield lock. And I'm putting forward Jim Halpert it's from the, the same office. Hair. Uh, Jim? Yeah, exactly. Same hair. Uh, I reckon he'd look good in a scrum cap. But also surprisingly athletic. Um, yeah, who was... can forget when he, he dominated Roy in the, at the, in the warehouse in the basketball? basketball. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, and of course, it's like he's he's a thinker as well, so I feel like he'd do well the lineouts. Yeah, and you could do um, stuff like you know put put the put the refs whistle in jelly and stuff, and I'd be like, ah, better <laughs> minus one week from your suspension. <laughs> he would be like Joe Marlowe, yeah. <laughs> oh, but I feel he would be more banter, less less toxic than Joe Marlowe. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dwight should. Dwight Schrute might have a different take. Have you not that. seen that? There's oh, that episode where yeah. like Dwight Schrute goes through like every 
HR complaint and you, and you just see like Jim realize yeah. how shit his life is because he's been on him so hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on to the loose trio. Uh, Blindside, we've got a bit of a difficult one here, but we've gone with Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Um, he's he's a pretty big guy actually for a loose uh, uh, a loose uh, fuck, what am I saying? An open side flank. He's like, he's quite tough. He's not really like in your classic Oh, if, you, if he's blindside or open side? I've got him down as open side. And no, I'll tell I you why. Know, but he's got good shoulders. Like, he can get over the ball, I reckon. Yeah, and he's gritty. Like, he's he's pretty tough. Like, I don't think is he's he, going to stop is he, is he the captain? Uh, no. I don't think he's got the leadership credentials oh, for Jesus. that. Um, oh, he finished, he finished as director of medicine, though. Uh, I didn't watch oh, that chief far. of medicine, sorry. Uh, mm. I actually don't know who the captain is. We, we can discuss that at the end. Um, but he's partnered with another character from from Scrubs, uh, which is the janitor. Janitor in at Blindside. I originally had the oh, janitor he is, in his He is mark. rangy. Yeah, I'd put him... No, like, I, I love the janitor at Blindside, though. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, we've got yeah, a I reckon he, he's got a stride on him, like... I reckon he covers meters. He's got that fucking utility belt full of tricks. Oh, I mean, yeah. could, I imagine how good he'd be in a loose in a loose mall with with knife range. And he could also act as, the, act as the act as act as the water boy with his Gatorade and the Windex bottle. That'd be yeah. great. Like... <laughs> also, spe- <laughs> not not to be not to be too obvious, but he's also a specialist cleaner when it comes to rugs. <laughs> very very good well, if, you, if you've actually watched scrubs you'll know he does fuck all cleaning no no i know uh, <laughs> but that doesn't mean he can't it just means he doesn't want to yeah yeah, yeah actually you're right uh, he's, he's a he relatively talented guy yeah but he also he stole he stole from that asian couple with jd so he's obviously good at stealing balls. If you need him to step up, it's off the cock and pulling his weight as well. Uh, okay. Like I watch um, too much TV. Yeah. yeah. And it, and if there's no crowd, he can always just bring his uh, his congress of stuffed squirrels. And they can they can fill the stadium. <laughs> yeah. And 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 obviously we get the added benefit of the brains trust as well with uh, yeah exactly the and, the and, and the delivery guy. And, you know, because... Uh, he brings so much okay, that you can't um, not have him. He just improves his I changed my mind on Dr. Janitor's captain. <laughs> he has to be um, just because he runs. Well, so I, think, I, think a good, I think a good candidate for captain is actually our eighth man, who is Terry... What's his name? Jones? Terry... Jeffers. Jeffers. Uh, uh, Jeffers. Jeffers. Terry Jeffers. Terry Jeffers from Brooklyn 99, aka Terry Cruz. Uh, I mean, come on, the guy's a former NFL player. Like, he's beast. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, no, he's, he's probably, he's probably going to be a star player, if we're honest. Yeah. Um, okay, there's not much to debate about that. But number nine, to partner with Terry, because they've got a good relationship already, Jake Peralta at Scrum Off. Yeah, but oh, my, I I think he, my only problem with Jake is I don't think Jake will be able to surreptitiously make calls. Yeah. Guys, I've got a box kicking. <laughs> That's um, my only thing. Got... My only worry is the man's un- incapable of just. But, uh, but I feel, I feel you got to put Jake on just for Charles will be such a good supporter. You'll yeah, be like, you know, like a, 
you know, like in um, Flight of the Concords, they have like their fan oh, that yes. will Charles yes. will be like that. Yeah. yeah. But I also just like him because I think he's just, he's got the right mouth for a scrum off. I think he's gonna be in the in the ref's ear the whole time. Um, yeah, full of. And like and like giving Aaron Smith like wet willies at scrum time, stuff like that. But uh, okay, moving on to the rest of the back line. So I've got Dennis Reynolds at fly half. Um, golden God. Golden God, cold, calculating. He hasn't even begun to peak yet, so he's only gonna get better. <laughs> Yeah. Um, he peaked in high school, Alex. He peaked in high school. Don't let him hear you say that, Ben. Because he, he will scratch you. Um, <laughs> is, 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 this, is this pre or post crack addiction? Ooh, that's actually a good point. Because pre crack addiction, he was probably more athletic. But post crack addiction, he lost a lot of weight. So he was quite. He was quite agile. Yeah, but yeah. the crack made him like mongrel as well, which I quite yeah, like. Yeah, but also like, yeah, quite like focused. It's like he, he's got razor focus post crack addiction. Yeah. Um, but I think he's 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 also above all else, he's a psychopath. So you know he's going <laughs> to know he's going to be like calm under pressure. Um, and if worst comes to worst, he he might be prepared to murder someone on the field. Then to partner with him, I think what I think what he needs is a is a trusty. Like a bit of a donkey at twelve, like an Andre Estes and Damon Allender, Jamie Roberts kind of center, who will literally just do exactly what he's told for every play. Because like what Dennis can't handle is someone like a, we cannot have a dual playmaker system with Dennis at ten. Mm. He must be. <laughs> no, he no, can, no, he no, has no, to be the only the only playmaker on the field. No, and for that reason, yeah. we've got we've got Mac at twelve, also from Sunny Philadelphia, because I think that's the only person we could really put in the pitch that Dennis would be prepared to work with because he knows that he'll just do exactly it's, what he's told. It's good because um, if a player, like if Mac's not sure if a player has the ball or not, he can just do a quick ocular pass down and yeah, then from that exactly. can establish if he has the ball and tackle it. Yeah, he, he can assess the threat and then, and then go accordingly. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is like season 8 Mac when he's big. Yeah, Jack, Jack Mac. We're not going Fat Mac. We're it's, not going uh, yeah, Vanilla Mac. We're going Jack Mac. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. And um, plus he's plus he's gay, so he also fills the Gareth Thomas uh, diversity role in the team, which I think is. Whoa! Important. Doesn't doesn't Cam also fill the Gareth Thomas diversity? Yeah, role? and Cam. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, I don't know if this is a, I don't know if this is an assumption, but is Berta? I don't know. Straight. Berta, I don't know. But was... I know. No, 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 no. Berta, Berta often tells quite dirty stories. No, Berta is definitely straight. Yeah, Actually, um, I think Berta just kind of, she does what she wants sort of thing. Also, right? not to spoil our 14, but our 14 does also fill that diversity spectrum. Okay. I'm interested to... God, is, is, is he for uh, Lark and not play for this team, eh? <laughs> he wouldn't even make it. But uh, anyway. Um, okay. Uh, 13 is going to be Rosa Diaz. Oh, sorry. 13, not 14. Yeah, I, I forgot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought oh, you might no, have made that. Ro- yeah. So Rosa, we originally had Rosa at 14 because we feel like she's just going to be like that hard defending, you know, like a 15 slash 14 kind of Ben Smith. Especially, d- essentially domestic abuse, Severis. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But we moved her instead to 13. We think she's going to re- work really well in the centers. She's kind of like a, I don't know, like a money to a luggy, just like just a pure ball of anger. Mm. Um so I really like Rosa Diaz for Brooklyn Nine Nine at thirteen, and then our yeah, wings, I left wing. She'll, she'll play. She'll play bigger than she is as well, which is good. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Left wing, we've got uh, the wild card, ultimate wild card, Charlie Day, at eleven. 
Guys, I don't even know if he's quick. Oh, no, he is. Have you I don't see him. Like, <laughs> this guy is like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, he's like, he scattles like, across the field. He's going to be like a bit of a um, like Shane Williams kind of left wing. The only like, mar- just, and like, no one's going to want to touch him. He's just because he's so fucking disgusting. In fact, we, we actually could have considered cricket. Cricket's not called cast though. Yeah. But the problem, um, how the problem with Ricky like, Cricket is that, you know, you that know, no one's going to want to touch him. But if they do touch him, he's just going to break. I'm Whereas cons- Charlie's like very. I'm like, Charlie, can Charlie, take- can, Charlie can take a beating, yeah. But yeah. It, what about what about fight milk? Can Charlie is fight milk yes. a banned substance? No, Charlie's. I mean, that's it's not on any lists like from he, a pharmaceutical he, company. He, he's, he's, Fight, fight like a crow. That'll be yeah. Awesome. You can fight for the strength of a crow. My, <laughs> my only concern with Charlie is that half the time when we pass the ball to him, he's gonna hoof it straight out the pitch and just screaming wild card. But that's that's the yeah, risk but, you run. That's, that's the risk you are. Like yeah. he's my only concern up. with him. He's just gonna every like there's a fifty-fifty whether that pass he's gonna catch it and then just kick it into touch, screaming wild card. Or just green man it straight into his opposite wing's face, like he did when <laughs> D was trying to do it. Like, skip. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, like I, I, I feel like we're picking him mostly as a defensive wing because I don't think the ball's going to make it past the 12 channel. Yeah. I think Dennis and Mac are going to hog, hog most of the possession. But uh, yeah. on the other wing, we do have a genuine attacking threat, and that's Turkleton from Scrubs. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's it? Chris Turk, eh? Hey? Oh, but, 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 but please, please note the proviso. Post, post. It's after his, it's after his testicle extraction. Yeah. So he's, he's because lighter. He faster after he had a Yeah, he got faster. He picked speed, up a bit yeah. of speed. He lost a bit of balance, but he picked up speed. So we've got him and imagine right how, imagine how it would disorientate Joe Marler as well. If he went for yeah. it. <laughs> like it would confuse him. But in that moment of confusion, like, God. bang, that's all you need. A moment of hesitation. Yeah. So it's, it's that classic mismatch you talk about, Ben. One testicle versus yeah. two. There's yeah. that mismatch you always talk about. Yeah, that that two two on one, except it's yeah. somehow positive for the one in this situation. Yeah. Then uh to round out our fifteen, our sitcom fifteen, we've got Barney Stinson at fullback from Harmage Mother. And guys, he's just a smooth operator. He's also like he... I would also say he's incredibly st- strategic and tact tactical i mean think about yes. how many of his long cons pay off like he could most exactly. probably start a con like three seasons later it'll pay off in a try somehow yeah and he and he if we're honest he looks a bit like david mckenzie yeah that too. yeah that, that that was our ma- that, that was, was our that was a so so but, um, worst case scenario yeah, we can just, just, just have so, david so, mckenzie play could in we, his place could we factor in could we have frank reynolds as reserve hooker yeah by all means, I think he'll, okay, he'll be dangling between Cam and uh, Kevin, so he won't really be able to hook the ball very well. We <laughs> could try. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so there it is, guys. Um, I'll run through it again. Cam from uh, from Mon Family, Berta from um, Two and a Half Men, Kevin from The Office, Marshall from How Your Mother, Jim Halpert from The Office, Dr. Cox from Scrubs, the janitor from Scrubs, Terry from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Peralta from Twi- Brooklyn from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, Dennis Reynolds, the Golden God, Fly Half from, uh, from Sunny Philadelphia. Uh, Mac, uh, Ronald McDonald at 12 from Sunny Philadelphia. Center combination with uh, Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wings, Charlie Day, Christopher Turk, fullback, Barney Stinson. 
Um, and there you have it. That is the ERB sitcom 15. Gents, Thank you, I think that's going to about do it for us this week. Um, any final thoughts, Ben? No, um, I just want to remi- remind everyone to not pay their DSTV this month. Yeah, by all means, please, everyone cancel DSTV and let's let's be the change we want to see in the world. Yeah, cancel your DSTV um, and wash your hands. If that's the two things you yes. take away from this yeah, episode. Yeah, don't, don't at touch least, your At face. least once this week. Yeah, yeah. 20 seconds, 20 um, seconds. Do we have a 20-second song? Because every, everything I've seen has come up with their own 20-second song to sing while you're washing your hands. I'm currently using the the main vo- verse in O'Flower Scotland. Okay, I I'm no. because I'm lazy. I default and sing Happy Birthday twice. Nah, that's lame. I use the once in I English use and the, once in the because I'm bored. The, <laughs> I use the team I use the Team Rocket song from Pokemon. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Painful trouble, um, make it double. double. <laughs> Actually, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Jesse, James, <laughs> Meowth. Meowth. That's right. And then you Meowth. flick up your hands when you finish, <laughs> and the water goes everywhere. Oh god. Um, pretty good. Yeah. I sing. I an easy way to do it is to sing Ole Ole for as long as South African crowds do in the fifth minute of every game. <laughs> fucking idiots got nothing to do with South Africa. Okay, sorry well, guys. And that go, fucking actually. French trumpet. Guys, I think. Oh, 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 are we are we still are we still recording? Is this part of the pod? Yeah, this is part of the pod. We haven't signed this off for the, oh, the best part of the pod. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, okay, we're done. Yeah. We're good to go, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, really appreciate having you here. Everyone listening, thanks for sticking with us. We hope to bring you more content over the next few weeks amidst this very uncertain and trying time. Uh, in fact, if you've got any suggestions for podcasts and episodes, content-wise, drop us a line on Twitter, uh, Rugby Bant, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, and that is us, over and out.